In this song, Mahler pours out his heart as never before, in a blatant rage of unrestrained fury. Furious outbursts are hurled at us as the tormented lover's restraint in the previous songs bursts its bonds in unmitigated anguish. The broken-hearted lover describes his pain as a knife in the breast. For the very first time, Mahler reveals the demon that lies deep in his soul and now torments him with horrific visions. Throughout Mahler's music, he reacts to suffering not merely with sorrow, but with anger. Sometimes he expresses this anger as an accusation against God. The ultimate cause of unjust and relentless misery, he feels. No enduring folk song could be more appropriate in the context of such frenzied declamation. Short phrases lash out with maddening fury and are then reduced to a muttering whisper. An extensive orchestral interlude offers little, if any, relief from the tension generated by the vocal line. The song begins with a four-bar introduction in D minor on an open fifth chord that gives way to a leap of a fourth in horns, followed by a short rising diatonic arpeggio on the upbeat that keeps repeating wildly like a military signal gone mad. This procedure is repeated first in the same manner and then in syncopated flurries of the rising four-note figure, shifting to different parts of the bar, thus causing the rhythm to lose its balance. With each successive repetition, this figure quiets down, its top note receding by a half-step, hinting at the motive of woe, the falling minor second. These repeated fragments are cut off abruptly as the singer enters on an offbeat with a rising phrase on a sequence of iambic, short-long figures that change to dotted rhythms. Volleys of triplets swell to forte, sounding like repeating rounds of gunfire. Then the process is reversed, with the vocal line now falling in trochaic, or long-short, rhythm, followed by an inverted dotted rhythm beginning on an upbeat. These rising and falling figures seem to represent the knife thrusts described in the text, a rare instance of descriptive invention in Mahler's music. Aptly, the motive of woe, the descending minor second, is sung softly to the very words for which the motive is named, ove, ove. Forceful accents on the first note of each repetition sound like painful jabs to the heart, The phrase ends with the sudden reprise of the introduction's furious music on rising triplets that sound jagged on stopped horns. The first theme begins again, but now rises higher, ending with the woe motive sung to the words so teeth, so teeth, so deep, so deep. Again, a brief swell in the orchestra, convoluting the theme's iambic figure into a downward arching phrase which is cut off as the music suddenly quiets down. Accompanied by rapid-fire triplets heard earlier, 
now crescendoing to forte. The second part of the first subject begins with a contrasting horizontal phrase, rising only once by a fourth, imitative of the call of a rising fourth that opens the song, and then on the next line, rising by a fifth. A variant of the main theme is sung to the tortured words, Nimmer held er ru, nimmer held er rast, on a five-note phrase repeated a third lower for the second part of the line. This phrase foreshadows a motive sung to the words Der Tagist Schön from the fourth song of Kintototenlieder. There it will refer to the beauty of day as a symbol of hope for relief from suffering. Its appearance at this point in the song on chromatic passing tones creates a totally different impression, one of distress and despair. Woodwinds repeat this motive forcefully, immediately after it is sung, supported by a rhythmic variant in darting sixteenths. Greater dissonances in the accompaniment keep the intensity at white heat. Beginning at the top of his range and proceeding on a strongly accented descending chromatic figure that ends with cries of woe, the singer bemoans his fate in deepest anguish to the words Nicht bei Tag, Nacht bei Nacht, Venish Lief. The orchestra now picks up the descending chromatic figure and expands it into a cadential phrase consisting of a sequence of falling triplets that invert the Der Tagisch Schön motive, thus negating its positive symbolism. These triplets lead directly into the reprise of the introduction, now in G minor and ablaze with bitter fury. As the music quickly calms down on the rising diatonic four-note upbeat figure of the opening, the singer ends this section with a long, deeply moving cry of Ove to an elongated version of the motive of woe to which the words relate. A mysterious hush descends over the orchestra on string tremolos and woodwind flutterings, punctuated by fragments from the introduction in bass clarinet and harp. Only two flutes play the repeating triplet figure, now paced slowly. They usher in an abbreviated version of the principal theme's second part, sung to the words, Venish in den Himmelsee. Here Mahler retains the fragmented triplets that close the preceding section, but reverts to their original form now as accompaniment to the next line of text. After the singer repeats his tempered cries of woe, tremolo strings play the same melodic figure to which the singer had previously sung the line Nimmer Helt Eru. Repetition of vocal phrases in the orchestra has motivic significance. 
focusing the year both upon the present and the past, investing the accompaniment with implicit textual references. As the second subject is repeated in the voice, its first phrase rising now by a fifth, soft cries of woe are heard in the orchestra. Horns play fragments from the first subject, a reference to Zwei Blaue Augen, the two blue eyes of his beloved, anticipates the focal point of the last song. Soon the music becomes more intense, from the words im Windenwein, and presses to a furious climax on rhythmic variants of the woe motive, first on darting triplets and then to the rising upbeat figure from the introduction, played with increasing velocity, working itself into a state of sheer madness with terrible cries of woe. The orchestra alone propels the music to a powerful climax on a rapid rising chromatic sweep in woodwinds, strings, and harp glissandos, that ends with a huge E-flat minor outburst in winds, powered by a cymbal crash and a long timpani roll. The singer immediately responds with words of utter despair, wishing that he could lie beside his beloved. Beginning on a rising minor sixth, the singer's heartbreak is expressed softly on a dark, descending figure in flatted notes that reaches the lowest level of his range, enveloped in gloom. Isolated rising phrases from the introduction intrude upon the ominous stillness, invoking the murky atmosphere of a graveyard steeped in midnight mist. Whispering violins play the brisk, meandering triblet figuration that ended the first part of the song, now sinking to the depths and ending on a low E-flat, softly punctuated with a stroke of the bass drum. Mahler closes the scherzo of the second symphony in a similar manner. It is as if all rage and fury having been spent, the music wanders off until it disappears like a bad dream into the mysterious beyond.